<laughs> as you do. <laughs> yeah, we're we're live. Hey, cheers, Paul. <laughs> Congratulations. What's, what's, what's in the cup, though? Um, just coffee. All with, right. With, okay. Yeah. Next next time we'll have next, next time we'll have a, a shot of a shot of tequila or something inside. But no, okay. no, 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 no. Just, just coffee. sounds good. You got the old one. Anyway, welcome to the health angle. Um, this is our first uh, live together. Um, mm -hmm. As you know, as we're on Healthier Life TV, um, I've been doing um, uh, ones with Leanne, Leanne Moore and um, really been, because she's experienced, so we, we've, we've basically, uh, I've been learning from her. So okay. I've been enjoying it, but obviously I've got to step up now because, you know. We're talking about, I suppose we're talking about serious subjects, but we're going to laugh our way all the way through it. So, uh, otherwise, it's, <laughs> otherwise, it's too serious. Yeah, we we don't want that. You know, we want we actually want people to have fun doing whatever sport or activity they want to be doing, at whatever level. Whatever so anyway, level. let me tell you a little bit about the health angle. Obviously, it's an offshoot of HealthierLife.tv. Um, uh, Warren and I have been speaking for you know last week, ten days, and and we just decided that we wanted to do something a little, slightly bit different. Okay. Now, sometimes the information is going to be similar to what we've been doing already, but we want to basically do it from the athlete's perspective, okay? Now, when I say that, that covers all sports of a physical nature, from walking to running, football, rugby, whatever whatever we decide to talk about on that particular day. And, um, you know, base, basically... Um, we cover, say, for the beginner to the elite athlete, and that, that's our, our goal because there's not many elite athletes at the end of the day in comparison to everyone else. No. And um, we've all had to start somewhere. So it's, it's very important that we, we look after everyone. Now, if, you, you know, if you've got any questions at any time, uh, I'd say put it on Facebook, but I, I haven't really worked out how to jump from one to the other so I can go and read it. <laughs> I, I will definitely try today, okay? So, so basically, the health angle is to guide, educate, support, and teach health, wellness, and fitness from a sporting perspective, as I said before. Hopefully, our drive and passion will shine through, and um, we will hopefully keep you on the right track, mm -hmm. okay, if you're there. And if you can't find the track, come and speak to us, and we'll put you on the right track, okay? <laughs> Whatever that might look like. Yeah. So, anyway... The good news is for the first month, okay, this could be interesting, but for the first month, we are giving away a free 30-minute coaching session that Warren didn't know anything about. Um, <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always happy to give away a, three, a free coaching session, always, okay. anytime, so, really, honestly. Okay. Well, what we're going to do now, we're going to give you a little bit of intro. So what I'm going to do is hand over to Warren first and um, see where it takes us. So, Laura, <laughs> tell us about yourself. Okay. Um, I haven't really spoken much yet, so nobody would really, would have picked up my accent, but my accent is South African. I grew up in a very um, sporting environment. I was, I was tossing a rugby ball around before I could walk. So rugby was always my, my first love um, in terms of sports and activities. Grew up playing rugby all my life, and I basically evolved into the health and fitness and wellness space because of injuries as a as an athlete. You know, I was playing club rugby, 
um, rugby in the military as well. And I was always getting regu regularly injured. So I decided to study what the body was doing, physiology, kinesiology, these kind of things. And from there, I, it just evolved into the fitness and wellness space for me. And um, I've been doing this now for 20 years. I've worked with professional athletes. I've worked with paraplegic athletes. Um, I've worked with the common person, the average person on the street, Joe, Joe Soap, so to speak. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm a coach as well. I'm, I'm a neurolinguistic coach. So when I work with people, I typically work with them from the, from a mental side as much as from a physical side. And I think this is why um, I've managed to stay in the industry for as long as I have and um, being able to do the things that I've done with such a diverse spectrum of individuals and groups of people. So yeah, now I find myself in Hungary in Central Europe, um, living a slightly more leisurely life right now. And uh, in saying that, yeah, this this kind of platform, like a podcast like this really inspires me because this is something that's been on my mind for about six months now. I've been wanting to do a podcast, set up a podcast. Um, my wife and I have spoken a bit of about, about it briefly about doing one together. And then along you came, Paul, and uh, started chatting with me. And I jumped at that opportunity to set up a podcast like this. Because I think it's just something that more, pre more people need today. Uh, in light of what's going on around us, more and more people need a voice of authority out there or some kind of voice out there that is there to assist them. Great. Superb. I'm not a guardian angel or something, am I? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bit too much to take, I think. But, uh, okay. So, right. I'll, I'll just give you my background. I, I know I did that with Leanne, but um, I think that um, nobody watched it. <laughs> no. So, anyway, um, yeah, I, I was um, uh, from eight years old. I used to, be, used to play football and I played right until I was 52. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I'm now 65. I, I spent 33 years in the police and I split it between half and half between uniform and, and the CID. So um, so I'm quite happy dealing with anything and on those uh, uh, terms, you know, crime, big crimes, little crimes. It really didn't matter. Mm. But all through my police service, before and after, I've always done some kind of sport. For the last seven years, I've been a football referee. So... The fitness of football referees has uh, taken my interest as well because uh, for lots of reasons, but I'll, I'll cover that on, on, on further further shows. But, um, you know, my, my goal is to make it easier, smoother for people to take up sport and stay fit. Mm -hmm. OK, uh, the big problem is and, it, and this is this is the big problem. Um, if you take an iceberg. And I've mentioned this before. You only see the top piece of the iceberg. I don't know. I don't know if it's seven eighths underwater. I really don't know the uh, the it's uh, around about actions. twenty okay. to thirty percent. Yeah, you know above. When Titanic hit the iceberg, he didn't hit the bit that was sticking out the water. I can assure you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, you, you, if you relate that to someone's body, um, and if you think that, and we'll, we'll talk about it again maybe today, maybe on other other shows that if you take the average person, 95% mm -hmm. of people are out of balance, right? Now, you don't know what goes on underneath, okay? If you think people spend billions on their face, 
I'm not me, of course. But um, all these lovely ladies out there, and uh, I understand it, and not don't disagree with it. But um, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we all like to see lovely women. But, um, you don't want to be chasing half your audience away. <laughs> <laughs> Look, how, however, the the problem, the challenge is, the only time you know something's wrong is when you've got a pain or it's yeah. something that um, alerts you to the fact that something is not quite right, okay? Something's boiling down beneath. Yeah, you. and that's the challenge because then you go and see the doctor, mm -hmm. the GP, I don't know, whatever you call them in other, other countries, and, um, and that's when you then start the long trek of going and having tests and all that. Now, we, um, we believe in being proactive, okay, and preventing injury and illness. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. Warren. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not, not. I want to just go back to where you, 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 you touched on just briefly was, yeah, you know, the cosmetic side and people looking after their their face, yeah, you know, their faces and all these kind of things. And I, I come from a, I've been living in an environment for twelve years prior to moving to Hungary in the Middle East, where, yeah, you know, the the men in the Middle East look after, take care of their their faces, you know, and their cosmetic side more than anywhere else in the world. Yet the the male in the Middle East is typically so unhealthy; it's it's really bad. You know, their health is just diabolical. If you look at the UAE, it's one of the high, second highest rate of obesity in the world per capita. Um, and you know, if if we can help people just to know what it means to be preventative you know preventative is is a word that's been thrown around for quite a time quite some time now preventative health but not, not everybody understands what that looks like uh, and if i think if if you and i can help share that insight and a little bit of that knowledge in the background as to what as to what preventative health really looks like then i think we've we kind of going to be hitting the nail on the head each and every single time because you know, you mentioned going to the doctor and having tests done. By the time that happens for ninety percent of people, it's 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 not it's not too late, but it's already so far down the road that it's going to cost them exponential amounts of money in order to either just to maintain where they are and not get worse or to get better. And very often with medication and drugs, it's about maintenance. It's not about getting better. Yeah. You know? So if you can. Keep yourself away from the drugs and the medication. And look, pharmaceutical drugs do play a very important part in society, and they have a very important role in our lives to, to an extent. But I think, unfortunately, most people are so dependent on drugs these days that they just use it to keep alive rather than prevent it from happening in the first place. Yeah, uh, and, that's, and, that, and that's a big challenge because I don't know about you and... Um... But if I take six paracetamol tablets in a year, it's a bad year for me. I just, I don't, luckily, I mean, we don't never know what's going to happen in the future, do we? But no. um, you can do certain things to improve uh, your body and your health. Um, but you never know, truly, you never know what's going to happen in the future. So no. um, this is what we want to prevent. <laughs> we want to um, and I think uh, one, of the, one of the biggest challenges, and especially for sports people, um, is inflammation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is, without doubt, um, the biggest challenge there is. Um, 
we we know that people can get injured. We know things like your your ACL and and other serious parts of the legs and, and everything take a battering. Okay, so the idea is if you do the all you can to do things like warm up and warm down, train properly, um, eat properly. Don't forget the fluids, the sleep, and um, we can go home now. But you know, <laughs> but but the, but the truth is, and even athletes get mm -hmm. it wrong, they lose um, the habit of doing oh, the yeah. right thing. Uh, it's athletes, very, athletes, it's very athletes, athletes are inherently lazy when it comes to looking after themselves. They just want to get out of the field and play the sport. That's what they want to do. So when it comes to the training and all that kind of stuff, they, they're inherently lazy. There's yeah. very few athletes that are that disciplined enough to, to really take all the measures that they should. And, you know, I've, I've heard it throughout my career is that, uh, you know, up until recently, that is, in the last year or so, when I really found many answers to the, the questions that I had, um, up in, prior to that, people were saying, you know, why do you do sports if you've always got niggles and injuries and all these kind of things? Not really understanding, even at that level that I've been at for so long, you know, um, the implications of chronic inflammation on the system, not just the isolated areas, mm. on the system. The unhealthy individual, the person that doesn't partake in sports, you know, even as a weekend athlete or whatever, they don't experience those niggles and aches and pains because th their body's not being forced to flush out those toxins. Because this is what exercise does, right? It flushes mm -hmm. out all those toxins. So the body's not being forced to do that. And because of that, as a consequence, they don't feel those niggles and aches and pains until the day, the day happens when one thing happens, they have a bad fall or they knock themselves or they get sick and then all of a sudden it's just a... It's a it's a snowball effect on the way down, you know. Whereas with for athletes, you know, even the experienced, knowledgeable ones, they are still experiencing this chronic inflammation you're talking about. And it's uh, their only reason being is because they're not dealing with that, which is the root cause. So they still feel the niggles and the ache, the pains and the aches and things, these kind of things. You know, you mentioned your age. I'm 47. I'm 48 this year, and I feel in great shape. Well, you know, I wish I was 48. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm the, I'm the forty. I'm the, I'm the fittest forty-seven-year-old I know. You know, and it's yeah. just yeah, it's it's a great thing to be in. Yeah. So this is this is this is the dichotomy, though, Paul. Is this this is the dilemma that people face? It's like, you know, they see athletes experiencing aches and pains, and they think, well, why do I want to go do that? So they don't. But even the athletes have got it wrong. Primarily, not all of them, but primarily the yeah, athletes. Yeah, I think it also de it also depends on the level of athlete, mm -hmm. and if, if they're elite athletes, then things like um, UK athletics, they take care of all that, and they make sure that they're they're receiving the right treatment, the right food, and they, obviously there's certain things they can't take, and, and yes. uh, that's important also. But yeah, I mean the, but we. Us normal people, us okay? normal folks, yeah. us normal folks, right? We we need something as well, okay? And that's that. This is to bridge the gap. This show is to bridge the gap for the sports people, so that if they need to ask a question, they can they can put it into uh, the health angle, which is the Facebook mm -hmm. page, or they can put it on Healthier Life TV, 
long as you, you, it will come to the same place, it will come to me. And um, and if I need to ask Leanne or you, or then I, I will do do so. And I, will, you know, and that's and that and that's the way it is. I mean, because we all need answers. We can't spend all our time on Google or going to a sports clinic all the time because it's uh, it works out expensive. Good old you know? Google. And uh, yeah, well, what do people do when they want to know something? It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean it's right, but um, they do. They go to Google. Un Uncle Google. Yeah. Uncle Google, yeah. And I always remember growing up as a kid, I had, there's always that one uncle in the family that just spoke the biggest amount of BS. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. There was always a family. Every family had that uncle, has that uncle. And this is what I look at as Uncle Google. It's, yeah, it's not always BS, but uh, very often people go looking for the answers that they want to find. And no matter what you do, you will find the answers that you're looking for if you want to really find yeah. the answers that suit you. So, yeah, this is where it's wrong. It can get wrong. Yeah. Well, look, I'm, 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 age, look, I'm age 65, okay, um, and basically I could referee every day without any aches and pains. Now, Good for you, man. Okay. Three years ago wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. So in the, in the interim, I've done something right, okay? Now, I'm not going to tell you what I've done. If you want to know, you can ask me, but uh, that's not the purpose of this show. Um, the purpose of this TV, whatever, whatever you want to call it, um, Facebook Live, is to assist you and guide you and teach you and push you in the right direction. At the end of the day, you will do exactly what you want to do. Either you'll go out for a walk or you won't. Either you'll go swimming, maybe not at the moment, but um, you won't. Unless you have a pool. There are some things you can do. Yes. You, know, you can keep course. on the move. It's all about being on the move. Okay. But there are things that are going to happen to your body on an everyday basis that you need to take care of. Now, a vast percentage of the people, I don't know what the percentage is, do not care or they're not bothered or they're indifferent. You know, um, I just want to sit in front of the uh, boob tube and sit on the sofa and watch Netflix. Now, don't get me wrong, I watch Netflix and things like yeah. that, yeah. but I don't do it very much of it. Okay, and I watch specific things. But, um, you know, you've got to think about what you're taking in, the food. What, what's the food doing to you? Well, food, food, food is a food is there's multiple sources of food, right? Yeah, absolutely. Food is, food is the words we speak to ourselves. Food is the, is the, is the substances we consume orally. You know? Food is the, is the information that we're receiving from Netflix or the television or wherever, Google, Uncle Google. That's food. And so it all, oh, it all depends. A new family on... member. <laughs> I thought it was Uncle Bulgaria, but um... <laughs> Uncle Bulgaria. But now this is look. I mean, Paul. As much as as much as we have got to know each other over the last month or so, and prior to that, we've been in, we've been in in each other's space for about a year. Um, one of the things that I I, I delve deep into is the psychological factor, the, as, the psychological aspect. As, an, as a neurolinguistic coach, you know, for me, it's very important that, you know, people's language is in the right tone, the information that they're receiving from external sources, like, you know, and the energies need to be right. And if your energy is not right, if your vibration in your body is not right, your energy levels, if you're just sitting in front of the television, you know, just, you know, just, vegetating all day 
you never, your body's never going to get healthy, no matter what, no matter what food you act, physical food you put into your system, it's never going to get healthy. And the the thing is that, unfortunately, um, I saw I saw this on a on a uh, on a show recently. Somebody said the 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 challenge with today is that people think that they know all the answers, so they don't ask the questions anymore. And before I before this podcast finishes today, I just want to stress to whoever watches this, please engage, ask questions, because if you don't ask questions, Paul and I will never know what answers to provide. You know, and don't be afraid to ask the first question. If you haven't seen any questions, put it down. Be brave enough to ask that first question. And no question is stupid. There's no such thing as a stupid question, at least in my perspective, that is. You know? So just ask a question because you never know what the answer may, may be. And it may, it may be a life-changing answer for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it's a million and one things. Um, people say, well, will you ever run out of content? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, we're we're going to be, over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at things like migraines. How do, how do migraines affect you? Um, uh, maybe they don't. But I'll tell you what, there's millions of people around the world who do, do stuff from migraines, and they can be absolutely devastating. I'm blessed. So there's, ways, there's ways actually of of helping that that's just one yeah. subject you know um and but I, I think the ones that fascinate me are the ones inside the body mm -hmm. you know when you start talking about a cellular level um because that's what causes all the degenerative diseases um when you don't get it right and you'll whip up a whirlwind if you don't get it right it's as simple as that let's talk about the weekend warrior okay yeah the, the average runner that goes out running once or twice a week, if they get the chance, what is happening to their body every time they go for a run? And if they're not actually, if they don't really know what their health looks like on the inside. That's right. Yeah. And running is one of the easiest things to do for most, for many people. I mean, financially, time-wise, physical activity, you know, other than walking. But the impact that that's been put on their body from running 1K, 2Ks, 10Ks, whatever that might look like for them personally, is the impact that they're putting in their bodies, the stress that they're putting on their body is just, it's huge. But people don't understand how they, then they come home and then the next day there's like, oh, my back hurts, my knees hurt, my bum hurts, everything hurts. But if they, if they understood what was going on inside their body, just a little bit better, just a little bit better. All you need to know is 5% more information and you are already an authority. Yeah. yeah. And if they only know 5% more, it's going to help them so much more. So, yeah. And another, uh, another subject we're going to have on here, we're going to, the person doesn't know yet, but he's a triathlete. <laughs> he's going to be, at some stage, be coming on here and joining both of us. Um, I'm not going to mention his name because uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure he'll, uh, if he sees this, he'll know it is. I'll tell you now. <laughs> Maybe Heidi won't be answering my my, um, my messengers or anything. So, but um, and also if, if you want if you want other people on here as well, um, that it may be you may it may be a really off the wall sport. As long as it's physical, we don't want darts and we don't want snooker. And things like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, we, we we don't mind we don't mind doing a coaching session with them, of course. But we won't actually have them on here talking about how hard their sport is. 
Yeah, no. I like watching them. Don't get me wrong, but uh, they're not. Uh... Oh, there's my skincare, by the way. I've got <laughs> well, to start using. I've got to start using it now. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's why you still look sixty-five, eh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> but, um, no, I think I look pretty healthy for sixty-five. No, you do. That's honestly, right. you do. And the, and the good thing is that you're... I think I'm all right from a distance. But the, no, but the good thing I, I can tell, even on the screen, is that your energy is good. Yeah, you're you're yeah. vibrant. You're you're enthusiastic about life, and yeah. that says something for for who you are and what you're doing for yourself. Yeah, that's the testament to why you're on this podcast right now. Why you're yeah. you know, why you're managing this podcast because it's your passion and it's, yeah, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I survived, so imagine I all them sports as well. Look, survived boxing just about. I mean, my nose was destroyed, but um, okay, I used to be much more handsome than this. A lot more handsome, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I think I think boxing refined the features a little bit more for you. <laughs> oh dear, really? Doesn't it just? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I could be uh, Fagin on um, Oliver. <laughs> Uh, anyway, whatever happens, okay, we've, we've, we've been going 25 minutes, so we're going to knock this on our head in a minute. But um, whatever happens to you and sport, it doesn't matter if you're a beginner or an elite, your attitude's got to be A1 and you've got to know what you're doing, okay? Because you see, if, if go and look out in your neighborhood, especially now with this uh, thing going on at the moment, you see all these people trying to run, and I'm, I'll be funny, they shouldn't be running no. for them. Not for anyone else. I'm not, I'm not saying. It's a struggle for them. Why would you put yourself through that? Because they don't you know, know anybody. I've got a of admiration for them. Don't get me wrong. But consider going, just going out for a walk. Going out with, for walks. With you know, walking, this is what most people don't know. Fit. You can get fit on two miles, two miles a day. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Because I did it when I got injured playing football. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. so, um, right. Warren, is there anything you want to say before we um, yeah, finish? I just, want, I just want to give the first tip of um, learning tip for people out there that, that do listen to the show, this particular episode, is that walking, I mean, you're using more, physically, you're using more muscles in your body by walking than you are by running. Mm -hmm. you know, with running, you're using fewer muscles per se, but the impact that you're putting on those muscles is greater than by walking. But with walking, because you're not using as much momentum as you use with running, you're actually having to physically be active throughout each stride, each moment. You know, because running, you're using momentum. Whether you're running on a treadmill or whether you're running on the ground, it's the same thing, same principle. So it's with walking, you're actually, and it's less impact on your joints. So if you are, if you do watch this video or this recording, and you are considering taking up running at some point, and you've been a bit scared about it, don't. Don't be scared, number one, but number two, Start by walking. Just start walking. Start once a week, twice a week. Gradually build it up to three, four times a week. And then start doing some running after that and see how it goes from there. But at least you're conditioning the muscles a bit better first, getting the muscles in the lower body condition better, and then you can start running. So Absolutely. I thought I wanted, I just wanted to throw that in there. The first, first no, tip that's for the, great. I mean, yeah. I mean, walk, walking to me is a, is a lifesaver in a way because – if I don't fancy running, maybe I <laughs> wimped out, didn't want to go running. I'll go for a walk, you know, and, and it, it's it's enjoyable. I, I smell the roses. In the, in the, in the forest. By the way, that picture, I didn't quite find what was in that picture, that photograph, when you were oh, walking yeah, in the forest. I down in there because nobody, nobody um, played with it. What it was, it was a picture in the woods 
which I go out walking, yeah. and there was a um, someone had uh, put up a a swing with a rope, I and you couldn't see it. See it. Uh, you couldn't see it. If you made, if you looked at the one on the right, you may have, because that was the same picture. I yes, just made it yeah. a little bit bigger. Zoomed you in, could yeah. just see the outline, but no, oh, nobody, wow. nobody looked. But the third one, you'd have seen it easy as anything. Now, I looked and I couldn't see it. I looked, I studied it, and I was like, "What am I looking for here?" And I was looking through the bushes, and uh, yeah, I thought maybe there was an animal there or something like that. No, 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 it was a, it was a swing. So what is what's the Dartmoor panther? What is it? The, what is that cat? That the Dartmoor cat? Oh, or, um, the oh. Dartmoor or yeah, I can't, I can't think what it is. There's that mytho mythological black panther that that's yeah. roaming around the UK somewhere. I thought maybe it was that. <laughs> they're, they're pretty fast. Maybe he wants to come on the show. <laughs> oh, it's cheetahs, isn't it? Cheetahs. Cheetahs. Uh, pan panthers and leopards are extremely fast as well. Don't oh, worry, but now yeah. we've got you on here. We'd have to have wildebeest on here. So. <laughs> I actually came across a leopard in a, in a kill in the bush one day. A yeah. leopard had just made a kill. Trust me. I ran, but I knew that in my head, I knew that if this thing wanted to chase me, there was no yeah. chance I had. But yeah. So. Okay, so go. listen, you, we, need, we need to get going. Uh, we're just coming up to yep. 20... Uh, 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Oh, 30 okay, minutes, yeah. so one question for you. Is your health important to you? Okay, take that question away from away with you and think about it for the next day or so. And, and just answer the question of yourself. If you're doing any sports and needing health, help, give us a, give us a shout. And um, please, you know, if you can lo love or like this, share it whatever you know and because we're only just getting off the ground with this particular podcast um some kind of engagement please some yeah. kind of engagement yeah. yeah engagement is king tell us you don't like us even i mean leanne's come <laughs> yeah. on Le leanne's watching she said <laughs> she, she she agrees with you one you had a great intro oh there you go she agrees with me okay thank yeah. you oh, oh i see the so, comments there yeah, yeah thanks yeah. leanne i appreciate that yeah i should have um I should have paid a bit more attention to just got turned to the right. So <laughs> I, I really thought I was going to have to go hunting for them. Anyway, listen, um, we're here at four o'clock every Wednesday, the UK time and 5 p.m. Hungary time or Gen South Gen African, African time or African, yeah. Germany or where it is. Sweden, so, yeah. so we look forward to seeing you on here and um, see you next week. Fantastic. See you Thanks, later. Paul. See you later. Bye.